0: the Obsession podcast with Mike Stadler and Carl Bethke thanks everybody for subscribing and tuning in Um, another question today we're gonna check mox scrapes how do you make them on your properties where how many and can there be too many hmm well if you guys have been watching our stuff we've done podcasts
1: we talk about it all the time we Make mock scrapes by just hanging vines yep. off of ropes and main deer transition areas.
0: That's pretty much how we do it. One hundred percent. We make them with our feet. Yep. I mean, clearing away. Yep. You know, you can use some sticks, stuff like that. Yep. I mean, I've I've seen those those things they try selling for making the uh, scrapes. Jeez, come on, <laughs> dude! And you put the print in it. Yeah. Now you're done. Yeah. Yeah, make sure you put that deer print in Yeah, printed. so I, pretty much everybody I know has a foot, so you can take that and just- Kick you know, it around. Kick it around and make a scrape. Grab a stick. Um, yeah. if you don't want to, you know, use your leg and yeah, get some sort of it. gimpy issue <laughs> or something. I don't yeah. know. But 100%, we're, Carl said we put them on main deer trails, um, every scrape we have, mock mm-hmm. scrape we have, is shootable. From a tree stand. So remember that part of it. That mm-hmm. scrape is shootable. Um, now I know I know I have a few. We put a, a lot of them on my property last year. Mm-hmm. Um, and we filmed all that and showed it, um, and we found that there's, I think, three of them that either need to be moved mm-hmm. or just taken out. We decided one we're just gonna take out um, because they're just not using them. They're they're doing it. They're, they're just not there. Right. So there's there's a natural uh, scrape for them. That yeah. they use every year yep. so why try to put another one in there at that point no, you know yeah. um, we do not either one of us will ever say put scent on that no ever hey don't get me wrong years back I've talked about when we did the scent <laughs> podcast you know I did
1: the dripper thing but we're smarter now right and we're a lot smarter For now. sure yeah and better-looking that's true I would say you know since just I don't use scents yeah. on mock scrapes Because once you do, once you get that, that, that vine, that scrape established, every deer hits it. Does, fawns, bucks, all of them, all age groups. And you're basically giving them, you're enhancing their social structure, Mm -hmm. but you're allowing yourself a spot to hunt. Right. You know, and I'm not saying you only hunt over scrapes. You can use scrapes and hunt between them transition wise but I don't hang a mock vine or mock scrape with a vine unless I am number one there'll be a camera on it number two is like you said earlier it's shootable correct
0: 100% that's why it's there I think we put six of them in on my property last year
1: Mm -hmm.
0: I think uh, some of those were gonna move some we're gonna add some other ones yep Um, I don't think you can have too many
1: yeah. Well, I mean, you don't to want a to point, them, you yeah. don't want a hundred of them. Yeah. You're Let's just say, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You don't. basically what you want to do with a scrape set up is help control line of movement
0: for whitetails. You're trying to direct them again. This goes back to, I don't know, a podcast a long time back where we said how we try to direct our deer the way that we want them to go. Correct. And you can do that with that scrape, you know, that mock scrape because the deer, the deer is mm-hmm. going to leave scent on it. Every deer that walks by that thing is going to use it hundred percent and and we've shown this we have videos of it um, you know live camera running yeah and you can see the deer the bigger especially the bucks that have used it already Mm -hmm. will walk right by that smell it and walk around it oh yeah they've already marked that yeah and they're going to come back to it they know that yeah you know so that's yes I mean we like them Um, it's a good way to uh, also get your numbers Correct. Your your deer numbers. For inventory. For inventory.
1: (laughs) We use use the mock scrapes early for inventory, and we really use them a lot mid-October for inventory in our bucks. Mm
0: -hmm.
1: And that's a big thing. Mike's fortunate enough here, he can use cell cams, so he gets active information constantly. At my place, I'm down in the valley and I can't use cell cams, so I have to check chips. And I only check chips when I'm going in and out of a hunting spot. Correct okay because there's there's cameras i'll tell you right now there's cameras on my property last year that i never checked until i picked them up here yeah. a couple weeks back right but it's giving me intel on that location and some of the deer a couple of the bucks i had never seen on the interior of my property yeah. they just hit that edge they got their picture taken on that spot and then they they were working
0: on the neighbors or something yeah. so you know what, what you in want to do i think of it we should probably tell people is that scrape that deer should be able to move all yeah. the way around that scrape yeah you, without hitting anything yeah you actually described it real well and i'll show so, it here in the video but when we did your property yep. last year you talked about how the deer's got to be able to move, yep. all, the move all the way around that yep. thing 360 degrees um and another thing too make sure that you hang the bottom of that vine at about your waist yep you know you don't want it on the ground you don't want it way up high because even your fawns will hit that, and yeah. it's still deer scent. Yeah, you it's want deer every deer hitting that. Yep. Basically, that's their main
1: social hub. Think of it as uh, the nightclub in the city. Correct. And don't don't put mock scrapes in bedding areas. I'll tell you that. Yeah. Okay. Don't don't walk bomb into a bedding area, or really right on top of a bedding area, and put a put a mock scrape yep. in there. You don't want that. Number one, it's it's not great for you to try and hunt, get into, because you're putting, you're
0: putting these things out there. So it gives you the ability to hunt it. Yeah. Enhancements. It's, yeah. It's another good. tool for you to possibly harvest it <clears throat> off of, yep. you know, is the biggest thing and, and it's another, it's another thing. Like we've talked about the rain and the fronts coming through that those scrapes get freshened and when they're oh, yeah. uh, the community type mock scrape like that. Deer are gonna come back to them. Oh yeah. You know, if you get if you put a mock scrape in that that
1: hub scrape right there on that front side of my ridge right there where I get pictures of every big deer. It's a it, that's community scrape right there. Yep. What I put in there was you know two feet around. Yep. With the one vine and the only reason the vines there is I actually ran a yellow piece of nylon rope from tree yep. to tree and then it hangs down right there on that old logging road. Yep. Every deer on my property hits that thing. Yep. And now you know the scrapes this big around it's huge and they still come to, yep i'm probably going to have to change the vine this year but i'm sure. not changing the location no it's a great location and you'll find that as you put them in
0: yeah. like i was saying earlier some of mine need to be moved yeah so they just didn't get hit how i wanted them to get hit so yep. we're just we're going to move them Yep. and we're going to move the deer with them yep and the other part about that is moving that vine so we're taking them because mike did
1: have some deer hit it mm-hmm. we're taking those that deer scent and we're moving it to another location that he thinks is going to be more productive so that
0: deer scent's still on that vine that's another reason for him to come in and hit that immediately it was funny too because i watched one of my cameras were still running late you know december january deer hitting those vines oh yeah still you know walking through yeah so they hit them all the time yeah and the other part about the vines too year round
1: is they'll use the vine they won't scrape on the ground or anything like that. They might pee there too, but yeah. not all that often. Now, when as it gets closer to the rut, obviously, you yeah. know, everybody's putting their scent down in there, but, you're, you know, you just, the vines and stuff are for pre-orbital count, gland use, and obviously the scrape is for the tarsal gland use. Uh, or doe is just leaving their scent, you know? So, you know, big major hub for them to communicate with each other about who's where and what's going right. on. Right, for sure. So. I mean, that makes it pretty easy about mock scrapes. You know, how do we make them? We use vines ropes, but remember whenever you're doing it, you want to set it up in an area, you know, the deer are already using. So I'll find one of their main trails and put it up there, pick my tree location first, right. and then I'm going to do that for sure. And then scrape it out just like Mike said, and then you want the deer to be able to swing their butt 360 degrees all the way around that thing. Great, right. big thing. Hundred percent, yeah. And then uh, I guess I probably don't have much more input about that. No, I mean that was pretty. Yeah, just keep them contained
0: to you know where they're going, you are going to move. Yeah. You know, keep them out of the bedding areas. Yep. And they, they will work for you. Hundred percent. So hopefully you guys got the information on
1: that. Hopefully it answered your question. We appreciate you guys' support. Thanks for watching the Obsession. Uh, check us out here on YouTube at Rush Outdoors WI. You can also see us on. Our RSS Speed under the Obsession and Spotify under the Obsession for the podcast. Thanks for listening. We'll get with you guys next week. Thank you.